Welcome to the FemiPod. These are conversations about females for everyone to listen to, learn from and engage with. Brought to you by your Femi founders, Esther Kewen and myself, Lydia Fidel. Welcome back to the FemiPod. This is episode number 55 and our first very episode for 2023s. Very good to be back. We've had a bit of a break. We are refreshed, relaxed, and ready to go. Est, how are you? Good, thank you, Liz. Yeah, real pumped to be back. I had a lovely time away and feeling really excited for 2023. I think 2022 was a bit of a whirlwind with everything going on, and it was a very exciting and cool year with some challenges as well, but just really excited to get stuck in for 2023. But yeah, I had an awesome break. I went in a caravan all up the North Island. So I went Coromandel. Uh, if anyone from Australia is listening, highly recommend coming and seeing the Coromandel coast. So beautiful. Uh, my favorite place along there was Tairua, which was beautiful. And then we went across to Taranaki and I attempted to surf, which was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, um, definitely not very good. I think running, I think mobility issues from running really get amplified when you're surfing because you need to be have like mobile ankles and mobile hips and all this stuff that I probably don't really have. So yeah, that was fun. Um, and then we went over to the East Coast again and went over to Gisborne and um, had fun over there. But yeah, just really enjoyed taking time off and I... After I gave blood, I was talking to you, Liz, about it. I felt really fatigued and my body was really struggling. So I just decided to get rid of my watch. And I haven't run with a watch for like two weeks now, um, which is awesome. And I even did six by a K yesterday and I mapped it out before. Uh, and I'd only time my rest. So I don't actually know what I ran, which was actually quite nice. And I, I kept getting tempted to time one and be like oh what are you running what are you running um but I was like nah I actually don't want to know like it's actually quite refreshing to just run hard and you just base it off effort rather than you know the pace that you're running because I think we all wearables are awesome and like they do give you lots of data and it is good but when you're not feeling good they're not good for your mind and they just make you feel pressure on yourself and compare yourself to what you were running so it's been really really nice and yeah detox from technology and that sort of thing was really good but yeah had lots of fun and then coming up race wise you didn't ask me this at all so I'm going on a rant uh we've got Tarawera soon which we're really pumped about uh if anyone's running Tarawera from Femi or in the wider community as well let us know we've already got you know quite a few of you who have reached out and said that you're running as well so cannot wait we've got people running the half which is me the 21 all the way up to Lucy who's running uh, the 100 mile race which is going to be awesome to watch and I'm sure there's some others doing that as well but yeah can't wait for that and then some more races coming up in the future but yeah just excited to be back how was your break Liz and how are you feeling yeah so good um my break was so amazing I'm similar to you I I have tried to take the pressure off with training so I actually also did a speed session last week without a watch which was probably the first time ever doing like a a harder run or harder session without timing my pace. Um, and it was really nice. Like I kind of had a rough idea of how far I was running because I was doing it around a grass track, but I don't know. I was running on the outside of the track and I was running across the lanes and stuff. So who knows how far it actually was. Um, but it was fun. Like it is definitely nice to 
take that pressure away and just run to how you feel. And I honestly think that um, you really start to learn so much more about your body and and how you feel and how you respond to paces that aren't like set on specific numbers so much better when you aren't continuously checking your pace. So yeah, I think um, I was inspired by you running without a watch. And then I actually didn't do it on purpose. I turned up and my watch was, I think my watch was dead maybe. Uh, and I was like, oh, wow, I'm just going to do the session anyway. Um, and it was, it was great. So highly recommend it to anyone else if they're feeling pressured by pace to do that. Uh, does make you enjoy the session a lot more, I think. Um, but I have been good. I've, I think after last year, and I've mentioned this before, I had a pretty crazy year of just traveling and working. So I decided to just pretty much stay at home for a couple of weeks. We went away for a few nights um, up to Keppel Island, which was just beautiful paradise. But other than that, I've been around Noosa, which is paradise in itself, so I can't complain. Uh, But I've just been hanging out here and uh, reading a lot and just relaxing, going to the beach, hanging out with my fiancé and running, but running just for fun without like – pressure just waking up each day saying how do I feel today what should I do today what did I do yesterday and then kind of making a decision of what I should kind of get through on that day and um, my fatigue still isn't great and I think I have kind of am finding the causes to why I'm feeling so fatigued which isn't great but hopefully in the next wee while I can um, work through that and, and get back into full training but I have made the hard decision to pull at, um, pull out of Tarawera 50, which was kind of my big next goal. Um, but I've just, my body's not in the right place for it. So I'm going to be pacing Lucy for the hundred miles, which will be awesome. Really looking forward to that. I've never really paced anyone in an ultra before. And, you know, I haven't been to many trail events, so I don't really know what to expect, but I think uh, to get Lucy through the hundred miles will be awesome. And I think just to have so many of the Femi community there as well and just be doing something different. Like I'm, I'm really pumped for that. Um, I think this year will bring a lot of firsts for me, which is going to be cool. Um, and I'm excited about all of them. So yeah, bring on 2023. Yeah. I did. I have a read. question. Yeah. Before you launch into, into the reading, what, how far of Lucy's hundred miles will you pace? Like, how does it work? I don't actually know. I think um, when I was looking at pacing her for Western States, I think I was going to do 30 miles of it with her. But uh, I think that was because of the way the course was set out. So I'm not sure what Tarawera with uh, pacing. I know Bex, our Femi strength coach, is also going to be pacing Lucy. So between me and Bex, we'll be looking after Lucy across the 100 miles. It's going to be fun because we'll have a van and we'll be able to like chop and change throughout um, and make sure Lucy's getting enough fuel and food and whatnot. So uh, I don't really know the logistics. Lucy will definitely guide us on what where she wants us and when she wants us there. So yeah, it's, it'll be cool to like just learn how it all works. So cool. Excited. Yeah, so fun. And then so over the holidays, I did read a couple of books. Um, I'm still reading some of them, which... I think uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you would have seen that I posted about one of them, which is um, Johan Hari's book. So I'm reading, I'm actually reading two of his books kind of at the same time that on different topics. And that's why I'm reading them together. Uh, One of them is called Lost Connections and the other one is called Stolen Focus. And Lost Connections is all about uh, anxiety and depression and the fact that we need to reconnect with each other to kind of overcome 
both of those. Um, and then stolen focus is all about our addiction to screens. And I would be the first to put my hand up and say, you know, I know that I spend too much time on my phone. Um, I know SG had a good break over the holidays off your phone. It's something that I probably should do. Uh, I think the position I'm in right now, being away from my family so much, I kind of am on my phone a bit. But yeah, I, I, I know like the harm and the damage that it can that can come from being on your phone too much, especially when it's time spent on social media, you know, looking at other people's lives and comparing yourself and the dangers that come with that. So uh, it's something I definitely want to do at some point, um, but just reading this book has highlighted that even more for me. So if you are kind of interested in understanding the dangers and, and the implications that come with spending too much time on a screen, um, Get Stolen Focus. It's his latest book, uh, Johan Hari. We'll link it into the show notes. But Est, did you read, watch, listen to anything interesting over the holidays? Yeah, well, I was telling you, Lids, and uh, some others that I I ran out of data like a week into the trip. And then I was like, oh, I could pay for more or I could just not go on my phone. And then so it started like that. But, but I did find like it was really interesting when I first stopped working that I felt quite anxious and I'd like look at my phone quite a lot and be like I think it's like something to do with you know working and a lot of our work is digital well most almost all of our work is digital on our phones or on the laptops and so I found myself feeling quite anxious and then when the data ran out I was like oh like this feels good like I can't check Instagram I can't check um, like the Femi Instagram or I can't check my emails or anything like this is really good and then it just spiraled from there I just let my phone die I didn't run with anything and um, what the, the unfortunate thing with that is that I probably should have taken more photos so it's like this catch 22 because you want to m- remember things so what I started to do was make fire and bring his phone because he's not on his phone too much I think yeah he's got a really nice balance with that sort of thing so we were taking photos on his his phone um, but yeah no it was really really nice to have a break and just fully switch off because I think when you see the messages still coming through it can spark some form of like oh I need to respond um, so it was really really nice but I did listen to one podcast normally I would definitely listen to more but it, I even ran with nothing which was really nice um, and my mind just sort of floated. Didn't really know where it was for <laughs> those hours as I was running. It's a nice feeling. It is nice, yeah. But I listened to an older Diary of the CEO uh, podcast with Mo Gordet about happiness in the book that he wrote and his life and what he's been through. And um, just, yeah, it was just awesome. Like I really, I took a lot away from it and just like that a lot of, you know, being happy, it, it's not ultimately always a choice, but there is some form of a choice at some times, sometimes in your life where you have that option to have a choice to be happy. So it's just like guiding people on how to actually be aware of that and then notice when you may be feeling certain ways and like analyze why you're feeling that way. Can you control it? And if you can't, can you get on with life regardless of it? Or can you, if you can control it, then what can you do to make it better? So it's just like a really nice way to think about it. And yeah, he's just like a legend. Like he's so smart and just has like an incredible career as well. And the end of it is quite interesting, which I I know that artificial intelligence is like dangerous, but also incredible. But he talks about it in depth about how dangerous it is for humankind and like 
how much of a risk factor it is that's kind of just being ignored. Well, people know about it, in, but it's not probably on people's radars enough. So it's just really interesting to hear um, how dangerous he thinks artificial intelligence is. And then also, like, he gives some solutions, but he's written a book about it, which I want to read. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much the only thing I listened to the whole time, which was nice. I read a little bit of a book, um, The Seven Sisters. I'm, I'm on to, like, the fifth one. And I forgot about it and then started reading it again. Um, but yeah, just like detoxed a lot, which was really nice. I think I needed it. Um, but so I came back. Well, too many messages, which was. <laughs> <laughs> still I definitely know like the anxiety of just notifications pop- popping up on your phone. Like when I went through chronic fatigue and Red S, when I was leaving my corporate job, I remember for months just even an email, even if it was just an email from a brand like advertising to me, um, as soon as it would pop up, I'd feel this like weight of like anxiousness um, because when I was working in the corporate world, I think I counted one day, I sent over a hundred emails in one day and that just showed like, you know, there was so much pressure and stress to kind of keep up in that corporate world. And if you weren't keeping up, then you weren't doing your job. And so when I left for months and months and months, when I was getting emails throughout the day, I was just like tensing up as soon as an email and notification came through. So I think it's really important to have those breaks and to be able to kind of realize that and realize when you need some time out and away from it so that you can kind of bring your cortisol levels down. <laughs> Definitely. I remember you talking about when you would hear that, ding that comes through when you get an email and then it would actually like spark proper like like your heart and you know trauma that's trauma it's actual trauma yeah so it's definitely a sign um to take a break but yeah like don't get us wrong we love what we do and we love the ability to build relationships with the people that we work with uh but I think my emails just went off just then, <laughs> a notification. Uh, we love the people that we work with and we love being able to like build relationships. And yeah, we are very grateful for the position that we're in, but it is also important to know when we need time out and time to ourselves. And saying that we wanted to touch on in this episode, some intentional words that we want to take into 2023. We don't want to put pressure on people to have to set goals. I think getting into a new year and setting new year's resolutions can be really, really helpful. Like I, I personally find it helpful. I find like a new starting line, a really good place to kind of reassess where I'm at, reflect on what I've achieved and and look at what I want to achieve in the year to come. But I know for some people, a new year and setting New Year's resolutions and setting goals can be quite a stressful time, um, especially when you're on social media and it feels like everyone is doing it, um, that you kind of have to keep up and do that as well. So don't feel like we're telling you that you have to go and write down your goals and look at your life and reassess where you're at. Like that is not what we're encouraging, but if that works for you, do it. And if it doesn't, that's totally fine. But I think setting intentional words is a really nice way to do it without putting like really specific pressure to achieve something in the next 12 months. I think words can be taken however you want them. So we'll, we're going to speak through 10 different words that we want to, you know, these are our intention words for 2023. And you might align to some of these words and you might not aligned to them but if you do uh maybe like take them into your life and see where they fit into 
where you are at and how you want to approach the next 12 months or maybe the next six months or one month or even just today, uh, they might you might be able to feel like you can relate to them. So the first word for us is to be focused. I think we've definitely spent the last few years building FEMI from a work perspective as well as trying to achieve our running goals and our personal life goals Uh And it feels like it's been a lot. And I think for us this year to really prioritize what's important and focus on on doing things that are really going to shift the needle in both our work life and our personal life uh, is really important for me personally. And I think SG2 can speak to that one as well. Yeah, because Femi and I I know people following probably see there's lots of different elements to the business and it's been quite... uh, I guess, yeah, all those different elements trying to work together, we've realized like we need to put our focus into, you know, one thing and really go for that. So it's a really nice feeling to go into 2023 with that focus. And I think both Lids and I really struggled in 2022 with health. And I know Lids is talking about it still. She's still struggling with her health. And I, I, I am as well. And I think the balancing act of trying to do what we're doing and work and then also, you know, what happened with me in my personal life, and I know that's just had challenges as well in her personal life. It, it's hard to be as focused on running and like your athletic performance, but I really want this year to keep that as one of my priorities because both Lids and I love competing. We love, you know, pushing our bodies and, and feeling strong and good and healthy. And and it there's a, there's a fine balance between all of the things that we're trying to do all at once. But I think having that like intense focus on one certain aspect that we're trying to achieve at FEMI and then also in our running is going to really help this year. I mean, 2022, we couldn't do much about it, could we? (laughs) We're going to focus all our attention on our athletic performance and it wouldn't have mattered anyway because it just wasn't working in our favor. But hopefully 2023 is going to be different, different for that, which is exciting. Definitely. And then the second word is being purposeful. So everything we want to do, we want to do it with purpose and have purpose behind it. Um, It probably links into that word focused as well. But I think if we can make sure whatever we do, whether it be in our personal lives, on social media, in our running careers, at work, uh, if we can make sure it has purpose behind it, then we real we we will know that it's um it's a priority and that we're doing it for a reason and it is going to make a difference versus just kind of be being airy fairy fluffy and not achieving movement forwards. So I think if we can try and focus on doing everything with purpose, it will help us to do the right things at the right time. That kind of leads into growth. I think growth and change are very intertwined and are definitely intentional words for us going into twenty twenty three. I think. We've seen a lot of growth personally and at work over the last couple of years, and we're excited to continue that growth into 2023, but growth comes with change and change can be scary. And I think for both you and I, it's like seeing change over the last couple of years has been really exciting for us. Um, I've definitely seen change in you, which has been so beautiful to watch. And then I think seeing change amongst our community as well. And, and that has come from the growth of the community and more and more women and females and girls kind of joining the community to drive for the same purpose that we're driving for has been uh, very rewarding. So growth and change intertwined, but uh, something that we're both going to really focus on for 2023. Yeah, I love that one. And I think we're lucky in the job that we do with coaching, seeing the growth and change in the athletes, like you said, 
the ones that really go all in into trying to build their confidence and and really understand their menstrual cycle and and realize that it's really powerful like the actual change that that's had in their not only in their performance but like in their self-confidence as well and like seeing that unfold in front of your eyes is really beautiful and like Lids said you know the change that we've seen in each other and same with you Lids. I think you've always been like a really confident like powerhouse but I think you've changed in other ways and it's really beautiful to see as well but you're always my inspo <laughs> I really like <laughs> your own inspiration because yeah I mean it's cool to look up to other people but like you have the power to do so much yourself and you are inspiring and it's, sometimes it can be hard to admit that like you're an you're inspiring but it's like inspiring to yourself right like you yeah you push yourself so much you do all these amazing things like you are inspiring and it's sometimes really hard that like you would say all these amazing things to your best friend but you wouldn't say it to yourself so I really like totally that. totally and I think there's this idea we've talked about it before like this talk poppy syndrome concept that's really big in New Zealand and in Australia and I think um you know it's cool to be proud of yourself and it's cool to look at back at times where you achieved something great and you were like fuck yeah I did that like and and I think for me to look back at things that I've achieved and be proud of those moments and look at those moments as goals for myself to get back to not that I want to go back and do exactly the same thing but to look back and be like I achieved that and I want to achieve this or that or whatever it might be and feel that feeling of being proud of myself again it's something that you can actually relate to because you did it, you know, and it's something that you know you can do and be confident in it because you've done it before and you can look at other people as inspiration, but you're never going to be them. You're never going to achieve what they achieved. So it's kind of like a waste of time. (laughs) I think it's just better to put your energy into, yeah, moments that you've been proud of yourself and, and like tap into those and use those as your inspiration versus like being motivated and inspired by other people. Uh, the next word we want to take into 2023 is game changing. And I think what we are doing at Femi is definitely game changing. And I think what we are creating and building and releasing to the world this year is totally going to change the game. And we're like so excited for that. I think um, we always speak about how we live in this world built by men for men. And it's totally true. And it's really exciting to see more women coming forward and, and creating a world that's actually being built by women for women. Um, and we are part of that. And, you know, whether we're behind a computer or working with our technical team or out racing and showing up and winning races and smashing it and reaching PBs, whatever that may be, that's all game changing in itself. So I think we should all, everyone listening uh take game changing into 2023 because this is the time for change and this is this is the year for the female athlete which is very exciting it's so exciting to see so many new initiatives popping up in this space and women's sport and just women's empowerment in general and I think that's the beauty of technology is that we can literally do whatever we want and get it out there to women and hopefully change their lives so yeah it's going to be a big year uh, for changing the game I always think of the game changing I always think of that uh, documentary game changes and how that turned me vegan I'm not vegan anymore but I am I call myself a vegan because I uh, eat eggs when I'm vegetarian <laughs> apart from that um, so I'm a vegan um, stupid labels right but yeah that whole documentary was about people who are game changers and different like you know, leading the way in certain spaces and and that inspired me to 
to change my whole life and like my whole diet and stuff. So it's, yeah, we're going to be that as well. Totally. I actually love, not that I've ever been vegan, but I actually love that documentary and it did make me stop eating so much meat. Um, and I do feel better for it, but each to their own. <laughs> I think the next big word, which is one that we've taken from 2022 and into 2023 is resilience. And for us, Esther and I, we are as if you've been a long time listener, you would know we're quite emotional. Uh, we do take things personally. And I think that just comes from lived experience and, you know, the world that we've grown up in. But I think for us building up that resilience and being okay with people saying no um, and not taking it personally is something that we want to continue to improve on and get even better at. Um, I think resilience can come in different forms. I think you can be resilient in a way that you're, really tough and really strong and show no emotion and then you can be resilient in a way that emotion is still there and it's okay to show emotion but you can get up and go uh when you need to and i think we're always going to be emotional and i think it's really important to show emotion but you know when the time is right and you're in a place mentally to to go then then do it you know like for us to be working in a space that is predominantly being surrounded by men especially in the startup world where we're speaking to male investors all the time and trying to kind of find our space as female founders in this world uh, resilience is a big big one that we need to continue to work on and, and improve so that we have the confidence to continue to keep building this world for women mm, yeah me and you are emotional and like we do take things personally but like in a business sense like separating that as in if they don't if they don't share your mission and they don't see the importance of it, then why do we want to work with them anyway? So like almost taking a step back and being like, that doesn't hurt me. It just pushes me to find someone who would fit into this way better anyway. And it's funny if you look, if we look back, I'm sure if we look back even at 2022 and like further and like in the future, when we look back, it'll be like, that didn't happen because then this happened. That didn't happen because then this happened. And it all like fits in and it's like actually what's meant to happen. So yeah, I think resilience is a huge one. And I think for me, last year was really hard and I definitely had to be resilient with everything going on with like Byron and, and things just happening one after the other. So I think it's helped me just like take my life as it comes. I think before I would get so fixated on the fact that I couldn't run and I couldn't train before I had long COVID, if I got injured or sick, I really struggled mentally with like taking time off and dealing with it. But after long COVID, I'm kind of like now, oh, yeah, I'll have a day off and I don't care. And it's fine. And I still run well and I'm getting fitter and it's coming back. But it's like, I think, yeah, going through painful situations and things just makes you stronger and able to cope with harder things in your life as they come, which is probably probably the meaning of resilience um, right there. But, yeah, that's a, that's a massive one for us because we are little emotional little ladies. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but like nothing is more rewarding than proving people wrong as well um and like that shouldn't be your fuel for your fire but I definitely find it um helps when people say no and then you can be like well we'll prove you wrong uh definitely gets me up and going again I think the next big one is risk tolerance uh taking more risks and being okay with taking risks i think we live in a world where it can be terrifying to take a risk to put yourself out there to put yourself in a vulnerable position it can be 
terrifying um, and something that has definitely prevented us from taking risks in the past. And I think now's the time to kind of go all in, whether that's in our personal lives and our running and our work and building Femi, whatever it might be. Um, we're in a time where what have we got to lose? That's what I continue to say to myself is just like, this is it. Like if we don't take these risks now, I think we'll regret it forever. So like, let's take them, let's lean into them um, and just jump in here first and see where it takes us because you just never know. And you will never know if you don't take that risk. So I'm excited to take more risks this year. Yeah, I'm excited too. I think running Tarawera is a risk for me because of my little dodgy ankles. So I'm going to do it anyway. But remember when we talked about I think this was in like one of the last episodes and I talked about going around the Blue Lake. If anyone remembers that, you may not. Um, running around the Blue Lakes in, uh, for Tarawera, the 21. Uh, you actually don't run around the Blue Lake and that's where I rolled my left ankle. So that made me feel like I could tolerate the risk a little bit more, but I was still going to do it <laughs> regardless. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's so true. Like, they just go all in and give it everything and exactly like what have you actually got to lose so I think that leads nicely into the next one about expansion so I think obviously through all the work we've done at Femi like we've expanded who we are as people but then also like the learnings that have come from doing this like I think when we first started Femi we didn't realize what it would grow into and then we've kind of just been thrown in this deep end the whole time and it's been the steepest learning curve and I've learned all these amazing words and what they mean. And like, it's just been really, really exciting. And then bringing on uh, the people that we now work with, learning from them has been honestly incredible and like expanding what both Lids and I understand about business, but then also about women, about woman empowerment, just everything has been so cool. And I just can't wait to learn more. I know both Lids and I, one of our goals like this year, Liz was saying she wants to read way more and I'm going to get audiobooks on my phone and listen a lot more when I'm running. And I just think, yeah, being part of this situation right now is just so exciting and starting to understand how things work in different spaces, uh, in different industries, running life, everything has been really, really cool. So I'm excited for, for 2023 and just learning so much more, opening up our minds to so much. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I love that word expansion because I'm like a very visual person and I visualize like my mind expanding over time. And that's exactly what's happened. I think as we've grown this team, especially, you know, bringing together a technical team, our engineer, Stefan, and our growth manager, Tegan, they are just extremely smart. And the way that they think is very different to the way that Esther and I think. And I think even just being open-minded and aware of the different mindsets and the different ways ways people think and approach things it's just been so enlightening and I'm really excited to continue to like open my mind and and uh, become more aware of how different people work in different situations like it's it's really exciting and uh, as our team continues to grow I'm sure we're going to learn more and more mm-hmm. uh, the next one we're going to talk about is agile and like agility and I think that's something that we've probably both learned as we go in 2022 being agile to change and like you could take it in any sense of the word but when we talked about running and how we had to deal with what we went through last year and still now like just taking all the pressure pressure off and taking a different avenue and being agile and changing your path means that you're reacting to what's actually happening in your life and and I guess you can take a step back 
and take a better path for you at that moment in time. So I think that's what we've done since 2022, especially with work and Femi, um, with that focus as well. So we've pivoted, we've got a new plan slash it's part of, it's always been part of the plan, but there's more focus behind it now and we're agile in our decision-making. So I think that's a really big one. Yeah. I mean, I think agility is important in any aspect of life. I am physically not agile at all. (laughs) Neither. (laughs) But I think mentally I've definitely improved my agility uh, in the way that things can change in an instant and you have to adapt and mold yourself to fit uh what that change may be so I think that's maybe one of my goals for the year physically is to become more agile to align to the mental aspect of being agile especially if we're going to be doing trail running right like I feel like we need to be more agile because you like have to jump off rocks and like shimmy through things and I don't know I'm making this up it sounds like an obstacle course but like, you have to be a lot more agile um be a trail runner so definitely a big one yes yeah. Um, another one we've got two to go is self-acceptance I think like you were saying that's before in your post about being your own inspiration like it's just accepting who you are and also acknowledging that you're bloody awesome I think it it takes it does take a while and like you say that you've seen changes in me and becoming more accepting of myself and that's because of all of the stuff that we've done at Femi and and working with you and working with amazing people and, you know, starting to realize that I'm doing good things and I'm helping people and I'm really happy with myself at the moment. Yeah, I mean, self-acceptance is something that we have spoken about a lot and something that I think uh, is a work in progress for all of us. You know, it may seem like we come across as though we, uh, you know, love ourselves all the time and that is 100% not the case. Like we definitely have our days and our moments and that's so normal and that's so okay. But if you can't accept yourself, and you can't just move forward with confidence with who you are like it will affect your entire life and I think for me I'm like came to a realization probably in my late 20s that I was like well I'm never going to be anybody else like that's impossible uh I'm always only going to be me so like what's the point in not loving myself and not, not accepting who I am it's going to impact me for life if I can't do that now um and I think that definitely helped me be like well how can I be the best me if I can't be anyone else and now I'm like I don't want to be anyone else because I do love myself and I do want to be me um and it's a work in progress and it takes time but I think if that's something we can all focus on for 2023 I guarantee we'll get to the end of the year being really proud of who we are and hopefully continuing that as we get older and older Mm -hmm. yeah I love that And then the last one is patience. So for 2023, being patient, I think Femi Theory is probably a giant example of this. Like we've been working with um, sporting organizations and that what we've realized is that when we talk about that word agile, um, and we talked about it in a running sense, but if you talk about it in a business sense, Femi is, you know, a team of four to five, you know, employees. And then we've got coaches and medical experts. You know, so we're pretty agile, like we can do things really quickly and get things done. Um, but working with some big corporates and organizations has been quite, yeah, it's been, you have to, you have to work on your patience with people, which can, <laughs> can be challenging. I think I'm probably impatient with people and then Lids is impatient, impatient with like change, right? And like getting to things, you want to progress really quickly. 
And yeah, we both struggle a little bit with patience. So for 2023, the goal is to be patient with people and progress, but then also act quickly. So a combo. Yeah, it's it's funny that we're both like not great at being patient when we're both athletes and being especially a runner, you have to be patient to see progress. Um, so it's funny how we like are able to deal with it from a physical sense, but from like a relationship or business or emotional sense, it's really hard, but we're getting there. I think patience is definitely a key one for 2023. And then the last one that we really wanted to touch on is confidence. And I think for us, we speak about confidence a lot. We've done an entire podcast on building confidence. I think confidence is something, again, like self-acceptance. It's something that most people probably think, you know, we are super confident in ourselves all the time and confident in what we're doing and confident in our decisions. We are not. I would like 100% admit that we are not always that confident I think there's definitely times where I feel more confident and I mean you can align that to your hormones and to your menstrual cycle I definitely have times in my cycle where I'm a lot more confident in myself and a lot more confident in my body and then there's times where I really doubt myself and that's totally normal and totally okay but we wanted to really break down confidence in three aspects and think about confidence in our bodies confidence in our mental strength and confidence in our emotional capabilities I think Talking about confidence in our bodies is probably one we can all relate to um, as athletes, as women who move, or men or non-binary people who are listening. Anyone that moves their body, I think at times you go through periods of, you know, lacking confidence in yourself that you can achieve physical things. And for me, I, over the last five years, have been battling with tendinopathies and, you know, I wouldn't say injuries per se, because I've been able to run through them, but I've definitely felt challenges in my physical body that has really affected the way that I can move and run and, and compete. And I think uh, when you feel like your body isn't showing up for you and it, is, it isn't being able to uh, achieve what you want it to achieve, you lose confidence in yourself. And I definitely have felt that when I have struggled with these tendinopathies and, and I think a big part of, uh, sport and exercise and movement is building that confidence that your body can achieve way more than you possibly can imagine like your body is so strong your body has been built the best way it can have been built through your life it should move as naturally as possible and to have that confidence that it can carry you through whatever you want it to achieve you know there are some people out there doing incredible things uh i mean i look at lucy our coach her confidence in her physical body is insane because she can go out and run a hundred miles. Um, we look at Akana who's running a marathon a day over 155 days. If you haven't listened to her podcast, go back and listen because she is an absolute weapon. Um, but she has so much confidence in her physical body to be able to go and run a marathon a day. So I think for me going into 2023 is just like taking that confidence. I maybe have in other areas of my life and being like my physical body is capable of what I wanted to achieve um, and then just go out there and crush it. I think definitely over last year with you, both Estu and I facing like challenges with our health, it has kind of impacted the way we've been approaching our physical training. And so it should, but I think don't let it affect your confidence because your body is amazing and it's showing up for you. Well, it's showing up for me for 32 years. Oh, I'm sure it's going to show up for me this year as well. Definitely. And it just takes time, right? Like, coming back from 2022 putting in the work and your confidence will grow 
like confidence grows from putting yourself in tough situations and like facing fears and doing it anyway. And I think taking the pressure off is really good the way we have without, with not using our watches as much and not being compared to our old selves helps because you still feel like you're putting in the work, but you're not getting this uh, negative thought come through your mind that will affect your confidence about, you know, I'm actually running, you know, 20 seconds slower a K than I used to run for my K reps. But if you just take that away and you're still doing the work, you're building that confidence day by day. So yeah, I'm excited for this year too. I'm similar to you, Lids. Like I deal with niggles all the time. My Achilles are playing up a little bit at the moment, but I think that's because I went two weeks and didn't really go to the gym much. I did some stuff. I did some rehab stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think just putting yourself out there, doing the work and the confidence will grow over time. Um, but yeah, I'm excited as well to throw myself in the deep end and do some crazy stuff this year. It's going to be good. Definitely. And that like all ties into the next point, which is around confidence and mental strength. Like the more that you put yourself in these like risky positions, um, positions that scare you, challenges, your mental strength will definitely grow. Uh, mental strength is probably, I would say, the most important out of all three because your mind can control so much. It can control your physical body and it can con obviously control your emotions. But mental strength is something that I think people will think that either have or they don't. But you can definitely grow your mental strength over time, just like you can grow your physical strength. So continue to put yourself in positions that scare you. You look at it, some people getting into relationships and people hold back from getting into relationships because they think they're going to get hurt. Yes, you might get hurt. Yes, it might not work out. But the strength that you will gain from uh, any relationship, whether it is a good relationship or a bad relationship, you will grow strength from that, you know, and you'll grow mental strength and confidence in yourself. And then you'll be able to take that into other areas of your life as well. So mental strength is a big one. I look at someone again, like Lucy, all those ultra runners, and I'm like, I want to have the mental strength to do that. Uh, I think it's very different to running on the track and even running a marathon. Like it definitely takes a lot of mental strength to run a marathon, but I would say a lot more to run a hundred miles. Not that I'm looking at running a hundred miles anytime soon, but I think that mental strength of those athletes is insane. It's something I aspire to. I feel like you will run a hundred miles. Like I can just imagine it. I think you have a lot of mental strength and it's, yeah, something that's been inspiring for me. We talked about it in that podcast about me having self-belief and confidence when I was younger. And then I think my confidence got whacked and almost annihilated, but then it's coming back slowly. And I reckon that's, yeah, because of the things we've done over the last few years, throwing ourselves in the deep end. There was a really cool podcast I listened to and it was about like the power of your mind and you kind of said it before it's like our minds are so powerful and literally if you think you're going to hit like if you're thinking bad thoughts before a race you probably will run badly because you've put your body into the state of negativity and it will affect your body but there was yeah this really cool study that they did about like visualization and people actually doing a training like a training run your heart rate rises, your sweat rate increases like all these different things happen and then they got them into I think it was an MRI and they said, visualize yourself running and like running hard and like their heart rate increase, their sweat rate increase, like all these things actually happen in their physical body because of them thinking about it in their mind. And I often think of that and I'm like, man, that's crazy. Like, yeah, our minds are just so powerful. So just oozing positivity and self-belief will eventually pay off in like mental, in mental strength and confidence. 100%. And then the last one is emotion, confidence and emotional capabilities. And this one, 
I think is probably something that a lot of people think about um, because we just build relationships with people in a very organic and natural way. But like being vulnerable and being truly vulnerable and authentic to yourself is something that I believe a lot of people struggle with. And I struggle with it myself. Like I definitely, I feel like sometimes I'm a bit of a chameleon and I try and just fit into the situation or the person that I'm speaking to, to kind of like mold myself to fit into that, that environment. Um, and now like recently I've been thinking about it, like when can I be my actual true authentic self with people? And it really is only the people, probably a handful of people that actually truly know me, which I would say is probably like five people. Um, so not that many. Uh, so I definitely want to take this into 2023 about being confident in my emotional capability to be myself in front of people um, and open up to people in a way that I haven't been able to in the past. I think even on social media for me, I think a lot of people feel like they know me through social media, not that I've got a massive following, but I feel like there's people that follow me on social media who probably think they know me, but I really don't show myself on social media. I'm not really who I truly am on Instagram. Um, and maybe that's something I want to be more open to and aware of in 2023. But I also have, I think, a bit of a wall up around protecting myself um, online. So I think emotional capabilities are something we can probably all work on. I wouldn't say anyone is 100% vulnerable um, and and emotionally capable and confident in themselves uh, but that's where you do grow the best relationships you know and that's where you truly connect with other people so that's something I think uh, I'm I'm very excited to kind of grow hopefully over this year yeah I agree I think it can be quite hard being you know social creatures humans we want to fit in and like when you're hanging out with people and they act and and think certain ways it's kind of natural to, I guess, follow along and not be your true authentic self, but it is so important. And I think the right people will then come into your lives if you're being your true self, because they're attracted to that. And I think I'm quite similar, even in workspace, like I find myself sometimes like holding back what I want to say or like keeping it in because I'm like, oh, well, it doesn't like fit the the other's ideas or it doesn't fit X, Y, Z. Um, so I think I'm going to really try and work on that as well this year. It's so important. I think we're lucky that we're, you know, 30 now or more because we've got to that point where we can like be really self-aware and hopefully take steps to improve. But if you're listening and you don't feel like you have much confidence in yourself, just know that we've both been there and it takes a, it takes a while and like it takes practice and like your brain is like a muscle, you know, it's the same, same as your arms, your legs, like training over and over and over consistency is how you like get better it's not just going to be like I believe in myself and then you'll be believing in yourself forever so it takes a long time and a lot of practice um and we're still not ever there <laughs> and your and your heart is a muscle as well and it's your heart that I think needs to open up to become confident in your emotion, emotional capabilities so like that also takes time to open up and feel like you can trust people um, and build those really authentic connections with them. So give yourself the space and the time to do that. But I think even just being aware of it is a really good first step. Mm -hmm. 
Well, I feel like that was a lot of information uh, for our very first episode, but hopefully you've all been able to take something away from this, even if it is just one of our intentional words for 2023 that you align to and feel like you can go away and have a think about. Um, but if you do have any input or feedback or ideas for us at Femi for 2023, definitely get in touch with us. We are on Instagram at Femi.co. You can head to our website, Femi.co. But we will be back in your ears next week with an incredible guest. We have some exciting guests and conversations to come for 2023. Again, if you have any ideas or you want to hear anything specific from us, uh, definitely get in touch. But thank you so much for listening. We will chat to you next week. Thank you. What? <laughs>